0: Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. You know when you're going to go to that place and you know she's going to be there? When you're going to go to that place and you know that guy's going to be there? That rush of excitement where you know you're going to see that person that you're kind of crushing on or, you know, the person that you love? What if we could be like that all the time when we get to see Jesus, when we get to look with expectation to the moments we get to spend together? I got to tell you, I found myself getting so excited sometimes going to a place because of the girl that I'm going to see there. But what if we were so excited about starting our quiet times because of the God we get to spend time with and the one we get to connect with? And trust me, it's going to be way more fulfilling any relationship you have with that guy or girl if God is first like that in your relationship and your life. So I live for the rush, (laughs) but I live for the rush with Jesus. So I was even just talking to one of my friends about this, about how had they had this experience of just waking up and feeling the presence and the peace of God immediately when they woke up, and I want it to be like that for all of us, all the time. And so tonight, I want to say that reading the Bible is worth it, however you read the Bible. But I want to challenge you to commit to doing one of these three methods of reading the Bible that we're going to go over tonight, either a devotional reading plan pray reading through the Bible or really just meditating on one verse and then moving on to the next verse, really taking it one verse at a time or any combination of these three. And I really picked these three and I'm going to go over them in more detail because I think they have proven effectiveness, not just in my life, but in many, you know, other organizations and streams that Summit is a part of and that Summit honors. So, but whatever you do with reading the Bible, you got to start somewhere. So just like Dominic was saying, this will literally change your life if you start reading the Bible. I mean, the Bible is way more than just the best-selling book of all time, right? It holds the Guinness World Record, right? It's like over 5 billion. And they don't even know what to say about the 1700s and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, if you read the Bible for even 30 seconds a day, and I believe this with all of my heart. I have disciple people who read the Bible for 30 seconds a day. And if you just read your verse of the day and that's all you get, you will find yourself growing towards your destiny faster than if you did not do that. And that's 30 seconds. What if you give Jesus 15 minutes or even 30 minutes? The amount that you will grow in intimacy and love and peace and confidence and wisdom and favor is out of this world. No, really, it's out of this world, right? I want to signpost for you guys three different methods of reading the scriptures. And I'm excited about this because God's word is awesome. And I think it can be a really easy and an engaging experience every time. And so the first one I want to go over, if you throw it up on the screen, is the devotional reading plan. So the devotional reading plan is the most simple. Okay. It's, it's the one where you have the accompanying resources where you got that little like, you know, 30 prayers through the book of Proverbs type of book with you. Right. Yeah. Or you I'm going to help you and give you some devotions that you can go through. If you're looking, I don't even have a devotion, but you can buy these on Amazon. You can find them in the bookstore. People that you know and love have written them. Dude, Pastor Andrew even has devotions that you can go through and find on his website, Breaker Ministries. Yeah. Right. And so you can find a devotion and I'm going to give you devotions. And then I'm going to teach you how to read the Bible with that devotion. So number two is totally different is pray reading the word of God, right? You can do this while you're doing a devotional reading plan, but pray reading the word of God is very, very awesome. I think it turns reading the Bible into a dialogue between you and God, like Dominic was talking about instead of just reading a book that's about Jesus and learning some facts and truth. And that truth will change your life for real, even if that's all you do. But I think we need to start talking to God because the author of the book that, is, that you're reading is sitting right next to you. That was like so much better on my paper. It was like super powerful, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so anyways, the, the, the third point is, uh, the, the third one is meditating on it one verse at a time. Um, and there's this lady, and incidentally, she's from like the 1700s, there's this lady named Madame Guyon who talks about reading and meditating on the Bible verse by verse. So we're going to talk about that later. So <laughs> I would rate these on the three levels that with the numbers that you saw with them, right? Where number one, the devotional reading plan is actually the easiest. Number two, pray reading through the Bible is kind of like intermediate. And number three, the Madame Guion, uh, you know, focusing on each verse and meditating on each verse is the most advanced, But look, each and every method of reading the Bible, even the ones I'm not talking about, have different strengths and weaknesses, okay? There's no inferior method of studying the Bible, or even, you know, if I didn't think of one, it's not like it's not effective. But these have proven effectiveness, and they have, each and every one of them, changed my life in different seasons. So let's go over the devotional reading plan first. Basically, you need a devotional. (laughs) and so you're going to be reading this devotional alongside the Bible, and like I said, you can find them all over the place. I'm going to give you a bunch of them, so I think a great place to start would be the version. It is this little app that you can download for your phone. Most of you might have it already. I'm going to give you a little piece of paper that shows you the picture so you know which app it is in the store, and it's free, (laughs) so you just got to download that, and I have a list of devotions for you guys. I'm not going to read through this list right now, but I have a list of devotions that I'm going to hand out of ones that I've gone through on the version that are really awesome. And you can just go through some of those. They're like seven days, 31 days, and they have verses in them. But when you're doing this devotional style, what what I want you guys to start with is really reading the Old Testament. Before you ever pull out that devotional, we're gonna start with just reading through the Old Testament. One of my favorite things to do in the Old Testament is read a proverb a day. I mean, except for February, dude, because that's just weird, right? But most of the time, when you're in any given month, there's 31 proverbs, that you can read them, and if you're like one off, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? But February just like messes the whole thing up, right? So I don't know what you're gonna do for that. But I love reading a proverb a day, and sometimes like when it's the 11th, I just know what's coming, you know? (laughs) because I've read Proverbs 11 and it, it really blesses my life. Another thing you can do when you're reading through the Old Testament is read about 32 verses of Psalms. Um, I found that that's kind of like something that I can read and stay engaged. And if you read one chapter of Psalms a day, it's going to be rough, dude. You're going to get to Psalm 127 and realize it's only one or two verses. Like, and that's going to be a rough, quiet time, you know, for you. And then you're going to get to Psalm 119 and realize it's over 160 verses. And you're just going to be like, I don't even know what page this ends on. You know, like there's more verses in this chapter than Psalms in the Bible, right? <laughs> and so... <laughs> Anyways, 32 verses is good. So you start out with reading a proverb a day, 32 verses in the book of Psalms, or just one chapter from any other book in the Old Testament, right? And it'll be rough a couple times, but it's not going to be that much more than 30 or 40 verses for any given chapter, except Jeremiah. Lord help us. So anyways, and then... Read through. So this is going to be the first part of your time, right? So if you can break it up into like little chunks, your first like five minutes or so is the Old Testament. Your next one is going to be the New Testament. You're going to go through one of the letters that Paul has written or one of your New Testament, you know, passages. And again, I'm going to have some notes for all of you guys. You can totally take notes on what I'm saying, but I'm going kind of fast on purpose. And I'm gonna give you a little cheat sheet at the end here so that you can stay focused on this, right? But just go through the New Testament and then, okay, then you've gone through the Old Testament and the New Testament. You did just read the Old Testament. You read the New Testament. And then you go through your devotion, right? It's gonna take like four or five minutes. And I don't think it's good enough sometimes to just read your devotion. I mean, I love Brian Simmons. I love all these devotions on the version that I'm gonna show you guys. They're all free. They're all great. Some of them are videos where you watch a video for like three minutes, You know, and it's just like, you know, John Bevere or like Bill Johnson talking or something like that. It's super awesome. Right. But when you're done, you just read like three verses. Right. And they're just like random verses from the Bible. So I think you really got to have that read the Old Testament, New Testament before you go into any of the devotionals that you have, because otherwise you'll be having a daily crumb instead of a daily bread. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so anyways. The second one I wanna go over is pray reading through the word of God. This is by far my favorite that I've implemented the most, but it's not what I'm doing right now. So, pray reading through the word of God is something from Mike Bickle. He's the founder of IHOP, the house of prayer, not pancakes, right? And so, <laughs> what I wanna say about pray reading through the Bible is that I want the Bible for you guys to become like a dialogue, right? Jesus corrected the Pharisees. These dudes, they were way more pharisaical than you realize, right? Like, they actually legit, in order to get the status of Pharisee, they went through and they met memorize the entire first five books of the Bible, which is no messing around. Like the book of Genesis compared to James, that's insane, right? It's like 10 times larger. I made that number up, but right, it's huge. And so they knew the whole first five books of the Bible verbatim. These are the Pharisees. They know so much of the Bible. It would make our heads spin, right? And Jesus is saying, you guys study the Bible, but you're not willing to come to the God who actually wrote it. You're not willing to be humble before the God who you're studying. And so in John chapter five, verse 39, Jesus just tells them straight. And he says, you search the scriptures for in them. You think that you have eternal life. He's talking to the Pharisees. And these are which these being the scriptures, which testify of and point to me. But you are not willing to come to me and talk to me that you may have life and experience God's presence. And so I think if we study the Bible in a way that doesn't engage our heart with God's heart, then we might turn into a Pharisee, right? And I don't want to, like, freak you guys out and be like, oh, my Bible studies have been alive. But I do want to encourage you that reading the Bible can be a dialogue because you have the author right there next to you. and You can ask him questions. If You're like, I don't know what that Bible verse means. Totally call up Taylor Jensen or me or something, right? But you could just ask Jesus right then and there. You know what I'm saying? And I have gotten legit answers from the Holy Spirit about passages I did not understand, you know? And it's awesome. So do it. Just ask. Just ask Him. It's not enough to just study the Word. We are meant to talk with God as we read it. Bible study is meant to create an active dialogue in our hearts with God. One way in which we gain strength in our prayer lives is by feeding the Word of God and engaging in conversation with God as we read it. If you've ever sat down and you're like, I don't even know what to pray... I most of the time just start with Bible verses. When I'm feeling totally dry, I just start praying through things I know in the Bible. Even if it's like, you know, Psalm 23 or something really basic, you know, like the Lord is my shepherd. You're like, I don't remember the rest of the verse. You're my shepherd, my favorite shepherd, right? You know, that's all you got, dude. That's gonna get you started in prayer. That's gonna get you started. So reading the word is gonna help you in your prayer life way more than you think, right? My favorite shepherd. So the way you pray through the word of God is you turn verses into dialogue. And the easiest way that I've turned verses into dialogue... Again, this is from Mike Bickle, right? It's not just me. But you find the ones that are promises to remember and exhortations to obey. So the Bible's filled with a bunch of commandments or like that you should do this type of things. And it's filled with a lot of God gave you access to this promises type of thing. So when you're reading through the word, especially in the New Testament, especially the letters more than the Gospels, you'll find many promises to remember and things that God is asking us to commit to obey. So every time I get to one of those promises, I just thank God for that promise. And I ask him to help me understand it, to help me experience more. And when you encounter one of those committing things, one of those exhortations to obey, I just say, God, I commit myself. I want to do that. And I pray you'd empower me to do it. It really is that simple example. John 15 verse 9. One of the best verses in the Bible. Literally. It's like one of the only ones that's as good as John 17, right? But it says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you and abide in my love. You Dominic already read this passage and let us know this is Jesus Christ talking, right? And so he's saying that he loves us as much as the Father loves him. And let me tell you about how much time they spent together. More than I know, right? A thousand eternities. And so God loves you a lot. So this is what it would look like. Because this is a promise to remember. Um Jesus saying, so have I loved you, right? If it's still on the screen, he's saying, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. This is one of those moments where we can just say, thank you, God, that you love me like the Father loves you. And I want to experience more of that love. This is my entire prayer. This is like my word for word prayer, right? And so I actually want to encourage you guys to say this with me right now. We're going to say this prayer together. Okay, are you ready for this? Where the heck does it start? Oh my gosh, try it with me. Okay, so we're going to say thank you, Jesus, that you love me as much as the Father loves you. Help me to understand and experience your love more. And that's my whole prayer. This is how I read the Bible. I literally, and I'm like reading this stuff out loud. I literally am like, as much as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. And I stop and I say, thank you, Jesus, that you love me. Yeah. I want to understand that more. And I want to experience it. I don't know, I messed it up. But you know, it was close, right? <laughs> so. It was really close. And so, but John 15, 9 also is one of those exhortations to obey. Just like Dominic said again, he says, remain in my love or abide in my love. So we can apply principle number two, exhortations to obey, where it says abide in my love. And it can be something like you read this verse and you say, God, I commit to abide in your love, to focus on it. Please give me the strength to follow through. And that's my whole prayer again. So I want you guys to try this with me. We're going to say, God... God. I want to abide. I want to abide and focus on, and focus on your, love. your love. Help me do that. Help me do that. Amen. This is my whole prayer, right? This is me reading the Bible in the morning, and I'm just like, God, help me to focus on your love. Help me to abide in your love. Give me the strength to do that. I messed it up again. Amen. Right? You know, <laughs> It was supposed to be help me to do that, right? But anyways, um, you can apply this because this is an exhortation to obey and a promise to remember, right? And so even if you don't get it right, you might have missed a promise here and there. The point is that you're turning the Bible into a dialogue. And the next time that you pray, when you find yourself worshiping God, it's really going to be easy because you're going to know at least like three words from that quiet time or something, right? Where you're like, my favorite shepherd. You know, you're going to be able to start your prayers with that. And so this is the third one, really quick. I just want to signpost this for you. The third one is really praying through the Bible where you just focus on one verse. I think the best way to start this out is really with the verse Psalm 119.18. I pray to God and I say, God, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. AKA your word, especially if you're reading the Old Testament and you're like, Lord Jesus, help me see wonderful things in Leviticus, right? I actually pray this verse over my life, like Pastor Andrew taught me to do all the time. And you know what? Like I have this verse memorized for reals, but I most of the time, especially early in the morning, I open my Bible anyways, and I just read Psalm one nineteen eighteen, right? And I just say, God, open my eyes to see wonderful things in your word. And then I turn to the passage I'm actually gonna read, right? Actually ask God, especially when you're doing number three, Path number three of just focusing on one verse. Before you ever start, go to Psalm 119 and say, God, open my eyes to see wonderful things in your word. There's pros and cons to each thing like I talked about. But for this one, I really want to say something that I hand wrote on another page of notes, which is terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) So I really want to say that when you start out and, and you and you you know you read Psalm 119.18, that God has set apart each and every single verse in the Bible to be impactful for you in this moment. That every verse is powerful to save. That every verse is powerful to encourage, right? And so that's why you can just spend time soaking on just one verse. Instead of prayer reading through the Word of God, sometimes you start out saying, God, I want to experience you. I want you to open my eyes to see wonderful things. I read one Bible verse, and as soon as I feel the Holy Spirit, and I can't tell you when that is. But as soon as you feel the Holy Spirit when you're reading the Bible verse, if you just see something where he's like reading, the Lord is my shepherd, you know, my favorite shepherd, right? When you read that word shepherd, <laughs> you know, you just stop and you're like, wow, God, thank you that you're my shepherd. You're not doing the prayer reading through the word. It's just that part of it stands out to you. And sometimes you can get lost in this whole prayer time of like 20 minutes where you're just saying, God, I just thank you that you're the one leading my life, that you're the one who's showing me where to go, that you're the one who's actually guiding me and I don't have to make my own decisions I don't just have to live my own life but you can be the one who leads me through the tough choices right and you can just get lost in this thing and as soon as the spirit moves then you just kind of go on and read the next verse, right? And so this is a very meditative, very contemplative, very reflective way of reading the Bible. I really recommend this. If you feel like you've been reading the Bible, you've gone through your Bible reading plan six times in a row like I had, and you just really need a change up, I really think this could be an awesome way to read the Word. Because I think the Bible is not just meant to be truths about Jesus, but it's meant to actually help us encounter the person of Jesus, right? The author who is there. And I think that's one of the ways you can encounter the most And sometimes if you really got time, you can just do both or some of these other different ones. Right. So now uh, I'm going to ask one of my helpers on the front row to help me pass out uh, these little papers that I've been promising to give to you guys. And we're going to go through this together really, really quickly. And then we're going to do it like for real. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to give them a second to pass out this paper, but I really want you guys to get a little bit excited about reading the Bible because this is what's going to transform your life. And maybe for some of you it's felt like it's gotten a little bit dry, but it just takes a little bit of changing up that quiet time. There's different seasons in my life where God has led me to do different things. What the heck? <laughs> where God has led me to do different things. And so again, there's three different paths on this paper and the first one involves downloading the U version, right? I'm not going to help you guys find it that much. It's pretty easy. Just go to your app store, or your Google play store, or your whatever Linux store. I don't even know you go to your store <laughs> and look for the U you version. You'll find it. I gave you a picture, right? You're going to find it. And so, and so then you just start out by reading the old Testament, right? Just take your pick of reading a proverb a day. Today, we're actually going to go through all the same passage, right? But you read a proverb a day or 32 verses in Psalms or one of the chapters or a chapter of a half, right? Of the other books like Genesis, Leviticus, all of those, most of them are Around that same range of acceptable verses, or whatever, where you have enough time to do it all. Trust me, I've been through it a lot. So, next you can read the New Testament. And then you can start with Romans. If you start with the letters, it's going to go a little bit better for you. You're going to discover that Matthew has very long chapters early on into your Christian walk, right? So start with the book of Romans and then just read between Romans and Revelation. Just read one chapter a day and then you can read the Gospels after that one chapter at a time, right? So on any given day, I'm, I'm reading Proverbs chapter five and then I'm going and reading Romans chapter four. And then after that, I go and I read my devotional. Sometimes it's the devotion that you have in person. Otherwise, You can just go on the U version. There's a Plans tab. You go to the Plans tab, and then we're in the really little text. Each one of the titles of the plans you can go through is separated by a comma. So the first one ends with the Word, right? And then Destined to Win is one. All these are by people that I know and trust. I've gone through each one of these devotionals, and they are awesome. They're from... Pretty different people. So they're not going to all feel similar. They're going to feel all covering a wide range. And again, you can use any devotional you want. There's even devotionals for free online. And if you have questions about devotionals, you can just come and ask one of the crux leaders. So path number two, pray reading through the Bible. This is probably the one that we went over the most, right? You're reading through the New Testament because you might not have time to do Old and New Testament. So just start with the Gospels or go through those letters that are Romans and on, right? And just read one chapter and then identify in almost every verse Whether there's a promise to remember or an exhortation to obey, right? And turn it into a dialogue where you're thanking God for that promise, asking for more of it, or you're asking God to help you obey and committing to obey. And then ask God any questions you have the whole time, right? Yeah, I've even asked God questions like how did, how did Jesus forgive Judas, right? Random stuff like that. I don't even need to really know that question for my life, right? <laughs> I just asked him anyways. And so just ask God questions and write it down. And the last one, like we talked about, is just meditating verse by verse, right? You read one verse. Every Bible verse was meant to impact you, to give you peace, to give you confidence. And so you really zero in and meditate on that Bible verse. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.